Hello and welcome to Southside Church Podcast. For information about our church located in Cape Town, South Africa, go and check out our website, southsidechurch.co.za. We trust that the message would inspire you today. Jesus made his home among us. Not only in religious achievement, but in the middle of our messy human moments. The Son of God became man to enable men to become sons of God. And as a son or a daughter of God, I now have a heavenly inheritance, eternal life as described by the New Testament book of John chapter one, verse four. The word gave life to everything that was created. Jesus, the word in flesh, emphasized this truth when he declared from the book of John 10, verse 10, I have come to give life and life in abundance. Life to the full. The word gave life to everything that was created. But where is that abundant life amid our personal losses? Where is the victorious Jesus life when I've become a victim to personal loss. If Jesus promised me abundant life, why am I mourning so much loss in a season where I should only be celebrating? This last part of history, we've faced uncertainty and so many unplanned, painful losses. This Christmas, many of us are seeking joy overshadowed by the loss of a marriage or the loss of a loved one who won't be at the table, the loss of an income which has made it difficult to give gifts to your children, a loss of joy with the anxiety and tension of the uncertainty or a loss of health. If Jesus promised me abundant life, came to bring life to all he had created, then why does it seem that we so often in this human experience live with the overshadowing weight of loss? Pause with me to reflect on how this has anything to do with the story of Christmas. Let us enter the world of Mary and Joseph at the birth of Jesus. Because contrary to the Christmas cards, portraying a content mother and father surrounded by shepherds and kings, Mary and Joseph's experience involved significant loss. The fact that Mary became pregnant as a young lady who wasn't married was a huge risk. 
And her story about being made pregnant by the Holy Spirit may have meant that during that period, there would have been people that had considered her crazy. It would have been suspicion and a level of talking. For some, Mary would have lost her reputation. Not only that, but the loss of her comfortable season as a single person. Do we have any parents out there? Amen. I know what that's like, Jesus. I love my kids. I'm not the best father, but she experienced the loss of the season of singleness. Now she would need to embrace a new normal as a young woman with the responsibility of raising a child. And just by the way, not any child. <laughs> I mean, like, no pressure. But the one that was going to be called the savior of the world. She then loses the comfort of that young virgin's body navigating nausea, mood swings, water retention, and cravings during pregnancy. Not only that, but as she gets closer to the birth date, perhaps imagining how it will play out amongst her family and friends, the government forces her and her fiancé to make a long trip to the town of Bethlehem to pay taxes. Whew, don't go there. <laughs> we think the Bible isn't relevant today. Mary and Joseph were faced with the loss of the place they had chosen to call home, having to leave just before Mary gave birth. All that Mary had known was lost in the uncertainty of a supernatural birth. She may have been second guessing, considering that every door of opportunity for a hygienic, comfortable birthplace was closed, leaving them having to make do with a stable and an animal's feeding trough. <laughs> Don't think God's not involved just because the doors are closing. How could the promise of a savior through the supernatural conception of a virgin be fulfilled amidst so much unplanned pain and loss? But you may be asking yourself, if Jesus promised me abundant life, why am I mourning so much unplanned and painful loss now? Well, just because Jesus promised us abundant life, he never claimed there wouldn't be loss. In fact, in the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, loss, decay, disappointment, but take heart, I've overcome the world, abundant life. In one phrase, he speaks about abundant life and loss as though they could coexist. No longer do our stories of troubled loss have to have the power to steal the abundant life that he has promised us. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Jesus said this because... Just as he was born to live in the flesh and overcome death by dying first, he had now made a way for new beginnings to be birthed 
out of painful endings. It was out of his very own loss of human life that he brought salvation to all mankind. The very tomb of life lost in which men had planned Jesus' death became the testimony of an abundant life and death's defeat. That's why he could say those words with so much confidence. And There may be tombs of loss, but even in the tomb, there is now testimony. This is what Jesus was saying. In this world, you will have trouble and loss, but take heart, I've overcome the world. After the death and resurrection of Jesus, we see that where man's plans looked like loss at the cross, heaven was providing salvation through Christ's resurrection. You see, we often are happy that God prepares promises of abundance in life as long as we can control the plan. I want the promise of abundant life, but the loss is not what I planned, God, so where are you in all of this? I'm cool with the promise of resurrection, but I didn't plan on the crucifixion first. Yet Proverbs 19, 21 tells us in the word that many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the purpose of God that prevails. And it doesn't mean that God allows your painful loss for a purpose necessarily, but he can repurpose pain. God doesn't allow your painful loss for some sick purpose, but even in Your pain and loss, he is present and prevailing because he is overcome. John chapter 1 verse 14 in the New Testament says, The word became human and made his home among us. Your intended human plans may have fallen apart with painful loss today, but God's sovereignty doesn't cease even in those situations, because he made his home among us in the middle of our messy moments, imperfections, sin, and suffering. So if you're sitting this Christmas with a sense of loss, do not assume God's presence is not with you, that he will not prevail through what feels like the end of a chapter or the end of your book. Back to Mary and Joseph. What looked like loss to Mary and Joseph was actually elevation to the next level of what mankind needed most. God was working and prevailing in the pain of their loss and the discomfort of new normals, of being misunderstood or losing reputation. God was prevailing. The plan didn't work. The doors seemed to close, but God was prevailing. And what looked like loss to Mary and Joseph, looking to find an animal's feeding trough and a stable in which to give birth to, to what was claimed to be the savior of the world. What looked like loss to Mary and Joseph was actually elevation to the next level of what mankind needed most. 
Behold the sovereignty of God transcending human understanding in every circumstance because He made His home in the middle of the mess, in the middle of those moments that are most painful. What looked like loss was actually elevation to the next level of what mankind needed most. We, we needed salvation, not just saving you for heaven one day, but the hand of heaven in our human experience, past, present, and future. We needed salvation. We needed a way out of our dead end at death. And Jesus made a way so that death is now a doorway to our ultimate form of deliverance where there's no more pain, where there's no more loss, and where there is no more weeping. In John 3, 17, we think about the arrival of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. God sent His Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. You see, tonight, I can take heart in my human loss. I can take heart in my human loss because of heaven's provision. I can take heart in my human loss because of heaven's provision through Christ. In the middle of my human mess, there is Jesus, which chose to make his home among us. And as we reflect on heaven's provision, even in our human loss. I want to ask you the, the, the question, where have you experienced loss in your personal life? Where have you experienced loss? Over this last year or the season of this pandemic, where have you experienced loss? And the answer to that question is one that I want you to bring before Jesus this morning. He's made the human experience, his home, being born into our flesh so that he can walk with us in our loss. And he wants to work and he wants to heal and he wants to restore. And I'm gonna ask Janine right now to pray over you in whatever area of your life you've been having to navigate the pain of loss in this season. Father God, we come before you this morning and we've all experienced so much loss over this past season, Father God. And wherever we're bringing our loss this morning to you, Father God, I pray that your peace would just come yes, upon God. us, Father God. We know that um, you are in control and you go before us and you are our anchor. So yes, this morning, God. would you just give us peace in Jesus' name? Amen. 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 Amen.